0: Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have...
1: Vizira. Kit. Briette. And I'm...
0: <how> Blick. No. You don't get extra words. <laughs> you don't get extra words. Can
2: we uh, re-record, please?
0: Yeah. What? What are you talking about?
2: <sighs> well, I loved it, so...
0: Oh. No, you don't. You already get an extra word. You can't have more.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Fine.
0: This week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have.
2: Bizdira Kid, Briette, and. Yeah. I like the week, other one better. You're going to have to keep it Yeah, I did in. too.
0: <laughs> Last week, the party ventured deeper into the new island and didn't love a lot of what they found. Apparently, the island is overrun with undead, and not just any undead, particularly intelligent undead that have organized themselves into some sort of army and ride horrible undead abominations. Good times. On the upside, though, they also met Mox, the warforged who will be their contact from the Enclave on this island. He provided them with a bit of information about the goings on here, which answered many questions and brought up even more. What will our adventure's plan be? Will they attempt Ooh. to save their captured Asimar <laughs> sister despite her past? Or is forgiveness not in the cards for this family? Let's find out. Hey, y'all.
2: Hey. hey. Oh my god, I totally <laughs> forgot that I told him she was our sister. <laughs> and I just... Yes? I'm nauseous again.
0: <laughs> uh, but you're not back on the boat. You're not seasick.
2: This is worse. Is it? Yeah.
0: Oh, why?
2: I don't know. I feel like we're going to get in trouble, and that, for me, is a really bad thing. <laughs> This is
0: such an insight into Taryn's brain. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Uh
2: huh. Yep. Cool. Cool. Well,
3: here we are.
0: Taryn feels ill. How are the rest of us?
3: Well, Alex just left, so you know.
0: Good. It's going super well. He's out. (laughs) He's just out. It's great! Gonna be great. <laughs> yep, it's going to be great. How about how about you do while we wait for him to come back?
4: Good. I do have a question. Of course
0: you do. This is really. I was like, "Where's the?" I don't know what to do. Do <laughs> I do the vamping? All right. What's your question? One
4: day I'm not going to have any questions ever. And it's going to be like I'll <laughs> die. Oh, um, sure. What? I'll die. Have we gotten a long rest? Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, we're going to do the, like, that we ended last week with you all talking about, like, making a plan, figuring out what it is that you want to do. So we'll do that conversation. And it can have happened either before or after this long rest. But you all are resting in in Mox's home there.
2: Yeah. He said, like, we could stay there as long as we needed or whatever. Yeah. I'm taking a long rest.
0: (laughs) Yes, please do. Um, So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, but we will do that plan conversation because I have no idea what you all want to do other than, actually, no, I literally have no idea what you want to do. I'm good.
2: Don't worry about it. Uh, I I mean, I don't either, so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I had a question, actually, when I was listening. Do we... Does our Radiant Soul, do we ever get more of it? Like, we get it one time per long rest?
0: Yeah, you get it one time per long rest. The only thing that upgrades as you level is how many points of additional damage that it does. Yeah, but you still only get it once per long rest.
2: All right, fine. You should uh, rewrite that. I'm just going to...
0: Okay, well, I'm not going to. Oh, that's true. We should say Happy Hanukkah, everybody. We're recording this uh, right before the first night of Hanukkah. So when this comes out, it will be the one two, three, fourth night of Hanukkah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yay, chag sameach, everyone.
0: Oh, wait, no, that's not true. This is going to come out after Hanukkah. Because this comes out on New Year's Day. Oh, Happy New Year, everybody!
2: Happy, happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy
0: New Year. Ah. I'm so confused what holiday it is. We <laughs> just we just wished everyone a Happy Hanukkah, which started on the 22nd, because that's what day it is when we're recording this. But then we wished everyone a Happy New Year, because that's what day it is when you're hearing this. I don't know where I am.
3: It's the holidays. They all mush
2: into one.
3: <laughs> it's yeah. true.
0: It's holidays true. And I'm useless hard. for all of them. Also, <laughs>
2: welcome back to the 1920s, everybody. You mean the 20s? Yeah. Because it's the, not the 1920s. I mean. Well, I mean, I'm in <laughs> the gonna, 2020s. I'm going to act like <laughs> it's the 1920s but okay.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh banter's fun, but what's what's the plan? What is... You all have some information. You can you can chat more with Mox if you want. Uh, he knows, you know, maybe some other things. Uh, knowing you all, you'll ask questions that he absolutely doesn't have answers to. Uh, you don't have answers to. He doesn't have answers to. But uh, what's the plan? I mean, you're here. Why'd you come? Has that changed since you got more information? And what are we going to do? No, I think so, well, the main sh- goal...
2: Sorry. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> What's I, funny Biz about Dira? that is I was going to start by saying, well, I'm going to do whatever Kit says, and she was the only person that <laughs> wasn't talking, <laughs> even though I have I have opinions, but generally, whatever she says, I'm going to go for because my instincts can't be trusted. Oh, okay. God. So- I mean, no, we... I feel nauseous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good. So we've got two nauseous players. Let's see what Ms. Dira thinks first, because you know she always has very uh, measured and thoughtful ideas.
2: Yeah, Sometimes I'm. I think I'm going to definitely killing. agree with this idea. 100. <laughs> percent I'm going to prepare my yes <laughs> right now.
0: Great. I'm here. You are for readying you guys, the yes action.
4: Oh, thanks. I appreciate the sarcastic. Now you support.
0: will. Now wait a minute. You will notice that I didn't say you had bad ideas. Mm-hmm. I just said you had sarcastically said you had measured and thoughtful ideas and that Bria wouldn't agree with you.
4: (laughs) She absolutely will not. Um, I believe that our original goal in coming to this island in general was to confront Azamar's sister and to deactivate the node.
0: That actually does sound correct, yeah, uh, yes. as far as I remember. And and like I think you purposely left it a little vague back then to see what it is that you found here. But yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah,
1: yeah. I would also maybe add on to that, maybe acquiring any sort of key that we can. So I think right. that goes along with confronting Asimar's sister. Also,
2: yeah. I'm really impressed that Basdira said confront instead of murder and spread her blood everywhere.
1: <laughs> Which, honestly, sorry, is like kind of more my I I mean maybe not as much with Asimar's sister, but I'm if I don't care about her at all. Yeah.
4: She could live right. or die and I don't care. I think that she's a beneficial person to talk to, whether that means torturing her to get out information, that's fine. Um but there's
1: the Vizdeer we know and love. <laughs> but also we don't necessarily know why she left the other three.
4: Right, exactly. Now I'm not saying we trust her at all but what i'm saying is like it's worth it to kind of get a a read on her get some information and then throw her into the briny depths i don't know
2: whatever
1: (laughs) there we got there Mm
2: -hmm. okay uh yeah i agree with all of that obviously i still want to hear what kit has to say but based on what we were told by mox I do think that like this is kind of a get up and go situation. This isn't like a we take our time here. Like I do feel no. like let's let's follow to where we need to go. Let's do this. Obviously, there's going to be like a big bad guy. We're going to have to sneak around or fight or whatever. But like I think I think time is of the essence and not just on this island, but the other islands as well. I feel like time is moving a lot faster now than it was when mm-hmm. we were on the last refuge.
1: I agree with that as well. Yeah.
3: Same. Kit? Um. Oh, I agree 100 percent with. We gotta move it, move it. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually think... Um, I
1: like to move it, move it. Yes. I
3: like to <laughs> move it. Yeah, and based on my notes, um, I think that, yes, our plan was to go directly to the Arcanium because it was destroyed and the node is left unguarded so we need to deal with that. And I also have a note here that if we deactivate the node, there is a long cool-off period Mm -hmm. and we will need to protect it. Which leads me to believe that, in fact, that is what we wanted to do. So I'm all for, let's sleep and head out in the morning.
2: I don't think we planned to protect it, because it was like DM cracked me, it was like a year plus, right? Like, it was a long time.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think it would be, yes, I think a year is a reasonable, like, marker for how long it would take for it to um, for it to, quote-unquote, cool down, and the whole idea behind that was that, like, it would be super easy, like, whereas activating it from nothing, as we saw with Flick before, like, takes a long time and takes a lot of concentration. If it's already, if the pump is already primed, as it were, it can be done pretty quickly and easily, so if you deactivated it and then walked away and then the tieflings got there within like a month or so they would just be able to like pop it without any trouble.
4: Right. Well, is there a way for Mox and the other enclave members to protect it in our stead?
3: Yeah, that's what I was going to say.
0: Oh, that's an interesting thought. Uh so you ask Mox about this and he uh he sort of looks thoughtful for a minute and he says that well first of all I have to I have to ask you all uh what's the how are you going to deactivate it in the first place?
4: That is a fantastic question,
0: Flick. <laughs> Your faces are all amazing right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I, I. well...
4: I think we're going to use the keys to channel the power, right? Oh, right, right, right. Because we had to put it, have to yeah. bring the power somewhere else.
2: You know what we can do? Ooh, really good idea. Okay, so we're assuming, this is a big assumption, but we're assuming that maybe what's bringing these things from the dead is another key, maybe... So if we kill the guy with that key, that's definitely a key that we don't want to be in use. So maybe we use that key to channel. Well,
1: isn't it... It not he this big bad uh, necroman? Isn't he like keeping the Asimar sister because she took something of his? Isn't that information that we learned last time? Or no? What you what Mox told you was that he
0: Mox thinks that this necroman. And for a minute, I was like, why did you leave off the last syllable? Oh, I get no, it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, that the necroman uh, wants something from her. He doesn't know what it wants is. wants. Something. Okay, great, great. I guess we can see that sort is. of his. That's sort of his assumption anyway. Uh, Because well, he hasn't killed her yet, or turned her into one of his undead minions yet. Right, right. he has her, right? Oh yeah.
4: Okay. Okay. So then the question
2: becomes: Are we doing a rescue mission to steal her? I think we're doing a murder mission to kill him, and we'll get her in In the the process process of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think. Kits biting her nails. <laughs> I have I mean, an
3: unrelated it, question, but that's fine. okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I, can take I, think a we're at a,
1: I think we're at a transition point here in the yeah. conversation.
3: Um, how long has it been since you cast prophecy, Flick? Mm. Well,
1: I actually thought about that last episode. Oh, and that's a it's good question. Been uh, over a year now, right, DM? When was the last time you cast it? Was it on? Hang on, I'm gonna. It was I have the, the the two visions, I think.
2: Didn't you cast it for the well?
3: Wait, really? No, I thought. Did, we, I,
1: ca- did I cast it no, again? That was
3: um, no, that wasn't proper. That was augury. That was, oh, augury. That was okay. augury.
0: So, so then, was yeah. the last
1: time you did it? I think it was, at you've the only end of cast it once. once.
3: Yeah, we've only yeah. cast. Yeah, it's only been cast for once.
1: Oh boy. Okay. I know. So that's something that we could do. We have the option. <sighs> Please don't. <laughs> I know. I'm looking at you <laughs> like Next I know. Right it's fine. So
0: Live, your Live your life. Live your life. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. So the last time you cast it, according to my calendar it was the 21st day of the 5th month of your second year here In the world, so let me see what day it is now. Hag attack! Oh no, it has not quite been a year. Oh, okay. Uh, Today is oh no. Oh no, okay. You all passed a full moon while you were sailing, unfortunately, and it was it was after the hag attack, so we didn't really deal with it. So today is after this long rest is the first day of the fourth month. So
2: a month and a half, one more.
0: So it's about fifty days until you can uh, cast it again. But I'm really glad that you said that because now I'm going to start planning for it.
2: <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's actually good timing, though. Like I, I. I feel more clear about this than most anything that we've done. I think this is a pretty clear direction. There's not much else we can do.
0: Yeah, and if I can insert myself, like, it certainly, it certainly is sort of obvious what steps one through five need to be, or one through three, right? Like, go, kill him, talk to sister, and then from there like, who knows, but but that, that might time out like a- well
2: for us to cast it. I have an idea or a oh, thought.
4: <laughs>
0: this is going to be bad. So- How
1: many
2: ropes do we need for this plan?
4: We don't, well, at least one to tie up the sister, but so one of the things that we can do we can put to in a deactivate trap. the note. I know.
3: <laughs>
1: oh my God. Triggered. I was literally, because it's a trap. I was watching a
4: show where this guy literally fell on one bear trap and then fell backwards <gasps> onto another one. What and is your idea? Anyway. Um... <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's like the joke that Tyrion like, never finishes. <laughs> like, yeah, people why? are going to wonder for yeah. years about what happens to this guy in the bear trap, and I never want to know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, part of deactivating is we have to pull the power out, right? So we can pull it into the keys, but can we put it into a person that will potentially explode if she gets too much? <laughs> of American
2: Horror Story have, and The Walking I Dead. I have a
1: lot of thoughts and feelings about <laughs> what was just said. Um, to be fair,
2: though, that's not a bad idea. Thank no, you. They did say that a person could hold... I think she would have to do it herself, so we'd have to do some like crazy mind magic bizdera, who's in charge I of the, the mind control guild.
1: I have the mind control guild. Hey. Mm-hmm. This is this is so you convince I know DM her to space is not And then okay. if she
2: explodes with that power then that power is gone right. and then the beast comes out and we all die <laughs> No, anyways. it's not. It's
1: it is not gone. Yeah, this is insane and I don't know how I feel about it. It
0: <laughs> DM I ju- look, live your lives. It was a horrifying idea that got infinitely worse <laughs> when Bria suggested <laughs> using mind magic to make her do it herself. <laughs> yeah that's pretty insane
3: yeah kit doesn't As like she this laughs. idea at all She's just oh, sitting i'm so laughing glad laughing
0: about it you're all lawful evil now
1: ex- or chaotic evil now except for <laughs> kit this is wild this is wild Wouldn't let that happen um, he I doesn't even she... like her very much and he wouldn't let that happen
3: i think that upon that idea i say okay i think it's time for bed now let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's <Good> rest
1: <laughs> clearly we're sleepy <laughs>
0: All right, you all can take a long rest. Uh, We have at least some direction to go. So you you long rest. It's no problem. You wake up. I need everybody to make constitution saving throws.
1: Is it the smell again?
0: No. (laughs) Oh, for God's sake, Bizdira, what'd you get?
4: I got a four.
0: Roll a d4. Flick, what'd you get? A nine. Flick, roll a d4. This is incredible. Kit.
3: A five.
0: (laughs) Roll a d4. Bria. A 13? You're fine. The AC was 10, y'all. It was 10.
3: I know, Even, I almost with, got it. With there. no
0: bonus, you had a 50-50 chance. Oh, God. All right, Bizdira, what'd you roll on your D4?
4: I rolled a four.
0: Kit?
3: Me too. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God.
0: Eight. Flick. I rolled a two. Okay, so those are the number of maximum hit points that you are reduced uh, oh. as the necromantic energy on in on this island drains your life force. Yes? Oh, Forever, wait, that's sucks. Or
4: just for now? Are we ever going to get this back?
0: Not as long. As you're on the island unless you can unless you can figure out some way to fix it i will say oh so there is uh, like a way I'm to not, fix it i'm not saying that uh, well i i don't know what it is because i didn't it's not my job that's your job to figure out players but if you do something that i that is convincing to me that would restore your maximum hit points then sure yeah probably so this convinces
2: me even more like i see them waking up Looking like shit, even though they've just slept. And it's not a whole lot of hit points, but they definitely don't look as rosy-cheeked as they usually do. For um, sure. So I'm, like, really ready to go and get this done with. I I want to get off. I wanted to get off of this place since we... I, I don't want to get back on that boat, but I don't want to be here
0: anymore. <laughs> well, you might be in luck. The boat might be gone by the time sure. you get back. <laughs>
2: well, yeah. we'll deal with that when we get to it. I am, like, packing my stuff. I'm ready to go.
1: All right. Let's go.
2: Let's go to Necroman.
1: Necrone. Necroman. <laughs> I want, want to be, be. No, I don't a think we want to necroman. celebrate Necroman.
0: No, I don't
2: think so either. I didn't like that. I think you should cut
0: that. Well, because um, you're saying it with me, so we're not cutting it. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> so, are we
4: doing we know where Necroman is? Does Mox have an idea where this guy is? Yeah, Mux
0: said he's is. hold. This guy is hold, hold up. Uh, like at the node, basically.
1: Oh, okay. and he,
2: him and I drew a map together. Great. So I have a map of right. the island. Yeah.
1: Well, Is we also can, you're also us? feeling that kernel from maybe mm-hmm. what might be the node. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mox uh also uh is he never slept, but he powers
0: back up from from rest mode. Uh it was it was he did tell you before that uh he he rests but remains totally aware of his surroundings at all times. You all didn't need to set a guard or anything. Uh it's a little disconcerting because like he is a warforged. I don't think he has eyelids. Just, like, his eyes glow a little brighter when he's in full power-up mode. It's a little disconcerting. Uh, but he powers up when he notices that you all are, are stirring, uh, and sort of goes over to to prepare you all a little something-something a little for breakfast. And by that, I mean, like, he happens to have some interesting, like, nuts and things that he collected, but I don't think he has to eat, so, like, they were just there for decoration for him, but he's like, mm, they're probably edible. Uh- <laughs>
1: Oh, I don't want to eat his decorations.
0: Oh, Sniv is still
2: with us, right?
0: Sniv is still with us, and Sniv... Yeah, so that's an interesting conversation. Sniv has gotten up, and uh, he went to bed early last night and did not participate in the planning conversation. He was the adrenaline of watching you all kill all of those skeletons and then run into that army phalanx of undead, like, really did him in for the day. Yeah, the
1: poor (laughs) deer. He's just been exposed to a lot in a very short amount of time.
0: Uh, so he's- he's stirring now, and he's having breakfast, but do you all have an idea of what you would like for him to do?
2: I kind of want to know Mox's idea for this.
0: For Sniv?
2: Yeah, like, if he- Cause he's gonna kind of stay in the wilderness. I want to know if there's like a hiding spot for him. If there's, I don't know.
1: For Sniv or for Mox?
2: For Sniv. Mox is he'll well, take Sniv care of him. Sniv can stay
1: with Mox. Well, so I was about to say he oh, could just stay with be Mox. Oh, they
2: roomies. Oh, well, they're going to yeah, be best mine. friends.
0: Yeah, they can do that. It actually works out really well too, because everything in Mox's, uh like abode that he has built for himself is sort of lower down, so that he can reach it from his chair at all times. Oh, it's cobalt Which, since Sniv is cobalt, yeah, exactly. It's it's almost cobalt-sized anyway. Uh, so it, it works out really well. Like you know, all of and those counter surfaces and tables and stuff are sort they're of down be at that best level. Friends,
2: and... I'm excited. Or to they're going to be the
1: odd again. couple. <laughs> Either one. <laughs>
0: Uh, yes, yeah, Niv is totally willing to, to stay here and hang out with Mux.
1: Which okay. one is Felix? Well, we'll just have to see, won't we? I guess. When we visit them before we get off to this You and Robert and, uh, should, th- should record
2: everything that happens to that. Like once we're done and we know our timeline, you and Robert should be the two of them. <laughs> I agree. Spin-off.
3: Somebody
0: write this down because that's a fun spin-off bonus spin-off. series. <laughs> Okay, let's go. All All right. I'm ready. Spin. Wait a minute. I'm taking notes. Spin off. Okay. Okay. So uh, the three of you feel pretty crappy. Yeah, like I said, uh, naturally you will not recover those as long as you're on the island. If you come up with something that can help or want to try something that might help, let me know. Otherwise, off you head, feeling like crap, but not only a little crap. Uh, And you're heading towards, you're following this map. You're following the kernel in your brains. Those of you who are who are attuned to keys, what's the... Both, I think,
2: maybe a little bit more than that. Um, Okay. But I'm hoping that they kind of point to the same direction anyways.
0: They seem to, at least at first, for sure. So you go in, and uh, Kit, since you were the one that spotted it and sort of have your eyes out for it, uh, you know, just sort of blanket statement for this travel as you get closer and closer to the Arcanium and to the exposed node, you definitely notice more... Uh, of the wildlife... Well, more of the plant life, I should say. There really are very few animals around, fauna of any size or description around. But the plant life is getting worse and worse. Those blemishes, those sickly, squishy, smelly blemishes uh, become larger and more prominent, as you get much further in, sort of trees become stunted uh, or dead altogether and fallen over. You also, as you all are walking, and these are this is sort of a long journey, because uh, I think we said it was like two days to the Arcanium from Mox's uh, hideaway. It's like Hernando's hideaway, but for a warforged. Uh, I know, love God. it.
3: A uh, dark
2: and dying
3: place. place. Oh, oh, Better, better. Thanks, <laughs> thanks.
0: So this is just sort of as you go, like none of this happens suddenly, but over these two days as you're traveling, I'll just say, um, you also start noticing you come across signs of the earthquake as well and the destruction that it caused. And it was apparently pretty bad. Uh, you come across stands of trees that are all largely knocked down and and you can see that you know there is definitely evidence of rot on them but you can see where they broke out of the ground uh, fell over were broken into you know their their trunks were broken from the from the shaking from the quakes you also as you're going uh, well let me have this let me have you all make wisdom perception checks uh, as you're going this will be sort of later on in this first day of travel Bria 20 okay kit
3: passive
0: (laughs) sure Eighteen. Okay. Uh, as long as it wasn't a crit fail, right?
3: It wasn't a crit fail. It was just okay. real bad. <laughs> um, and I also,
0: I should ask, actually, before I agree to take your passive, are you all hurrying? Are you traveling at a normal pace? Are you keeping it slow to keep particular close eyes out for things? I think fairly normal. Yeah. Are because you rushing do, along? Because, because I guess really more of my feel question bad. was, are you rushing or walking normally? I think
2: we're at a jaunt, which I would say is more normal, but just like with a little okay. bit of pickup in our step. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay, fine, cool. I'd say we're not like... Uh, So two days is correct. I will take your passives. So uh, Flick, what was your your wisdom perception check? 23... Okay, and Bizdira. 19. Okay, so all of you, before you come on it, you before you come upon it, you realize that uh, just sort of a- ahead a little ways, you can see over some hills. You can see what looks like a small town or, or what remains of it at any rate. Uh, and I'm curious if you all are going to, you see no signs of movement uh, or life in it, but I'm curious if you all are going to go through it or around it.
1: Uh, should we... Do we have anything that we need to, like, search for? Or... I'm asking my friend's not DM. Do we have <laughs> like supplies or anything that we need? Cuz obviously we don't want to spend a lot of time just searching around, but right. if there's, th- you know, if there are specific things that we need.
4: As much as I am in the mood always in the
2: mood for a fight, I feel like we should go around and avoid the town. With my
1: I 20, I almost want to know who it lived there though.
2: Right. It's That's a tra- true. Uh with my 20, do I have any other inclination of like anything about the town? No. I mean, I
0: so you definitely see no signs of life or movement. Uh, you can see uh, here, there's two things that I'll say you can see. You can see that some of the buildings, uh, and it's it's a it's definitely like a village or a hamlet. It's not like a, a city by any means. Most of the structures look like they were wooden, maybe some stone foundations and wooden you know walls and roofs. Uh, not primitive, but not super advanced. I will also say that you see this sort of large. Uh, like, out to one side of town, you see this big, what looks like, I don't know, like somebody dug a great big hole and then filled it in again. You can see, like, there's turned earth, sort of in a big mound. Uh, over to one side of town, like to the right side of town from where you all are looking. That around. sounds like dead. We're that sounds around. like dead to me. Yeah. Flick was like, oh, but I kind of want to know who lived there and now is super out. Bizdira was like, we should go around and now is like, wait, I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> I want to
2: I roll some, <laughs> some dice. No, I'm Not ready I to go, go around. around.
1: Love you, Biz, but I don't want to fight any zombies right no, now. No, well, that's
4: what I'm saying. Like, we're already kind of feeling hurt and we're going towards a necromancer. Like, we'll get we our am. fair
1: share of Bloodshed and all that kind of stuff.
4: Exactly. Well, technically they won't shed blood, right? If they're dead. Right. Yeah.
1: No, that's... That's, I. I couldn't think of a quick enough turn of phrase, so...
0: Black ooze. That's true. Okay, let's go. Continuing (laughs) on. Anyway. uh, So, all right. So you all will sort of circle around the town on the opposite side of the... uh, Absolutely. Okay. You catch... As you sort of pass... uh, just judging on the way you all have reacted to this, I imagine that you're sort of keeping an eye on the town as you circle around it to make sure that nothing uh, starts rushing you. Uh, and nothing does. Uh, you can see, though, that there's definitely a lot of damage there in the town, to the, to the buildings of the town, presumably from the earthquake. Uh, some of the buildings have collapsed as you sort of get next to the town, but But a ways away. Uh, You can see that, in fact, there are collapsed buildings. Some of them, there are some buildings that weren't completely collapsed, but were damaged. Roofs have fallen in. uh, You know, a couple of walls have fallen down. You also see, we'll just carry your perception checks over, and you also can see that uh, for all of your fear about whatever that mound was on the right side of town, you do notice, not a ton, but there are definitely some unmistakable bodies in the town, on the streets outside in the town, and I don't know how far out are you like how wide a berth are you giving the town
1: i mean uh, i would say at least 80 feet like i would i would hope 80 that... feet I was oh gonna that's say nothing
0: 60,
2: so oh
1: no we're not talking <laughs> I was like thinking a mile. like you're giving like half a mile <laughs> mm, i mean we have to be able to be uh, close enough to like see right
4: mm-hmm.
1: i mean that's up to you
4: i, I think within can't site but
0: I not. I was just thinking I was thinking on traveling scales not on combat scales but if you all want to think on combat scales that's totally fine. Right.
3: Yeah. I mean, are there like is there forest and stuff that we can hide in and still keep an eye on the town cuz I was kind of thinking we were trying to like remain a little bit um covered but still be able to keep an eye on what's happening.
2: I was thinking sure. like trees around the town.
0: Um there are, but the town has clearly like uh cleared a good sec a good swath of forest to build here. Um, so if you want to stay hidden in the forest, I will say that you probably are going to be closer to like half a mile away than 60 feet away. If you want to stay within trees. Okay, that's fine.
2: Yeah, that's fine.
0: Is that cool with with uh, Bizdir and Kid as well? Sure. That's what
3: I was imagining, so yes.
0: <laughs> okay, great. So you're a little ways out. So it's hard to identify who or what these people are, uh, but you, just, you definitely notice them. Some of them are like piled up. Uh, ...on the edges of town... Uh, ...and then some of them you just see loose... ...and the smell is... ...I mean, obviously there is a smell of of rot... ...but more than that... ...particularly for you, Kit... ...that, that smell, that off smell... ...is just continuing to get stronger... ...and stronger... As you, ...as you get closer and closer... ...to your destination. Hey, everybody. Your friendly neighborhood dungeon master... ...DM Jazzy Hands here... ...with a few mid-show announcements... Happy New Year! We hope you had a fantastic end to 2019 and that 2020 is even better. It is the year of the double crit, the crit with disadvantage, the uber crit, if you will, so we hope it's filled with lots of gaming and fun. Okay, on with the announcements. Uh, first of all, or second of all, or wherever we are now, if you're enjoying this episode so far, it would be rootin' tootin' if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read any five-star review we get on the air as soon as we are able, and the more of them we get, the more people we get to listen. It doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds, and it really does help us out a ton. We also want to remind everyone that even now, in 2020, we have our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and much more. In addition, by supporting our Patreon, you'll also be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. More information on the program and a list of the creators that we're patronizing are available on our Patreon page, but as it's the start of the month and the start of the year, we want to take a minute to recognize some of our Patreon at forward recipients. Thank you for all that you create to Nat Rose, Variant Roles, Taking Initiative, James Intracasso, D20 Dames, I Need Diverse Games, Venture Maidens, and Scott Buckley. I also want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons that make this possible and thank them for their support. Thank you to our honorary party members, Tanya, Sir Mox the Magnificent, Matthew Allen, and Shimmy Gangot, and to our Shimmer Scale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliahu of Merck Grove, and Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash Refuge and become a patron today. We want to thank BattleBards for providing some of the fantastic music you hear on our show. You can check out their awesome library at BattleBards.com. We also use some of Scott Buckley's amazing scores, which you can check out at his website, scottbuckley.com.au. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive Through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links found on our website and in the episode notes when you shop there so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D the we also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Eldritch Foundry is an up-and-coming customizable 3D miniatures company that prints your Dream Mini in extremely high detail. Listeners of The Last Refuge can support our show and get 10% off your entire order from eldritchfoundry.com by entering code LASTREFUGE. That's L-A-S-T-R-E. E F U G E all one word at checkout. We want to make a very special acknowledgement and thank you again this week. Our new NPC Mox is a Warforged who has a disability. He's an ambulatory wheelchair user. When he came to this world from Eberron, he was only able to bring so much with him, and over time, without the proper materials to perform regular maintenance on himself, he has developed a chronic condition of sorts that makes it difficult for him to stand or walk for long periods of time. Mox would not have been possible without the help of Sam. Samwise Gamgee, who was an invaluable consultant. If you don't already, you should absolutely follow Sam on Twitter at, at the Sam They're also a co-producer at Heroes Without Limits, a TTRPG Twitch channel promoting representation of disabled, chronically ill, neurodivergent players and PCs. And you should follow them on Twitter as well at, at H Limits. In lieu of direct payment for their invaluable consulting work, Sam requested that the show make a donation to Able Gamers, an awesome organization that utilizes fun to bring inclusion and improved quality of life for people with disabilities through the power of gaming. We are more than happy to support able gamers, and if you all would like to do so as well, you can check out their website, AbleGamers.com, or find them on Twitter at at AbleGamers. Once again, Sam, thank you so much for your help with Mox. I really hope that I was able to listen and take in everything that you and I talked about and that I have shaped a respectful and accurate disabled NPC. Okay, I think that's all the announcements I've got for you at this point. Thanks for listening, and happy gaming, y'all. So that you all see sort of, oh, maybe six or seven hours into travel on this first day, so nearing the end of your travel day, I would think. How, how hard and how long do you all want to push past sort of a normal day's march?
2: I just whatever the daylight hours are for me. Yeah, I would think
3: that if we know that we're coming up against a big bad who's gonna put up a fight, we probably want to make sure we're not in too bad shape. Mm -hmm.
1: Sure. Sure. Uh, Yeah, agreed. Like, you know, normal pace... But if we need, you know, we don't have any reason to rest necessarily right now. Right, 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 right. Okay, so you all push as far as you can in daylight and
0: without sort of exhausting yourselves anymore. Uh, find, you find a, 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 well, let's see, where do you, what, what's your plan for camp now that you don't have Mox's protection?
4: That was a great question.
1: Are right, we still in a relatively thick forest or what's the landscape that we've uh, made yeah, it to once now? You...
0: Yeah, once you pass the once you pass the town, the the little village, uh you're back sort of in in the woods, I think so. Yeah. Not not jungle, but in the woods, yeah.
2: I definitely like when I'm sleeping, want to keep like a bandana over my face just with the smell. I think I just have a bandana over my face from here on out.
1: I think that's safe to say cuz we all Did we all do that? I remember doing I, that too. You yeah. did, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably safe to say that that's part of our equipment at this point. Um <laughs>
4: But I just remember that Bisdeeres is over her mask.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes it is. That's actually kind of cute. Um well, oh, you do we what? want to I find have a tent. Oh, you do have you now? a what?
2: I have a tent. It's a two-person tent, but I have a tent. So I mean, we can take we'll turns. We've been
1: camping in the
0: wilderness for almost 2 years.
2: <laughs> is like, "Hey, look. I finally looked at my equipment list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that's a, a little bit of a knowledge bomb actually oh oh my God. Right. i actually I would encourage
2: it. all of you to look at your equipment list because i feel like one other person said that they had a two person tent i have a bed roll okay you're sleeping outside then and a hunting <laughs> trap oh thanks
0: i'm loving watching you all look through your inventories it's pretty fantastic
3: no i have a bed roll too i don't have a tent we'll just have to
0: Flick.
4: take turns. oh what so wait bria so you're not gonna tell kit that she gets to sleep outside too
2: Uh, No, she's a really good cuddler. When she turns into a cat at night, oh my gosh, that's such a great idea. You just, if you have a wild shape, you turn into a cat or a puppy so we can snuggle you at nighttime. And then in the morning, you're just yourself again. I mean, that actually sounds really, really on brand for Kit.
3: (laughs) It kind
0: of does.
2: (laughs) So now is it a three-person tent because Kit is a kitty cat? Well, after three (laughs) hours, though, I'm going to turn back (laughs) into myself,
3: so...
1: Well then that's your then you can take watch when that happens.
3: I mean I don't hate it. <laughs> that's okay. what's happening.
1: All right. Okay. So uh, that was all very weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who <laughs> I don't uh, and to report back, I don't have a tent. Sorry. Okay. So uh, now that we've discussed s-
0: sleeping arrangements, might I ask uh, what I really wanted to know which was uh, watch arrangements because it does sound like you're taking watches. Yeah. I'll take first watch. Okay.
4: I guess well, but how long we do our Kit watches have second- to be?
0: Two hours each, because you need to sleep for six hours each of you, so out of the eight-hour rest.
4: Okay, I mean, I can take the second one and then wake up
2: Kid a- hour after she changes back.
0: Okay, and then, Bria, you're going to take the last watch.
2: I'm just going to sleep through. Okay, I'm so kidding. no watch on those last I'm two kidding. hours. i I'm taking the last watch.
0: <laughs> all right, so let me have all of you roll Wisdom Perception checks for your watches. Oh,
3: my God. And the
0: <laughs> first one is Flick. What'd you get? Uh,
1: 26,
0: because I crit. Fantastic. Next. You spend most of your watch being creeped out at how quiet things are. Yeah, great. Uh, and you're really, like, it, it, it gets to the point where you're listening, just hoping to hear something, because the silence is very clearly unnatural.
1: Yeah, and then all of a sudden I jump, because all of us uh, I hear Bizdira go, <laughs> like, really, <laughs> from <If I'm> inside <laughs> the tent.
0: <laughs> yes, perfect. Uh, Bizdira, your second watch, what was your perception check?
4: 8. Unless okay. You want to take passive.
0: Yeah, I should probably take passive. All right. Well, I don't know. For watches, it feels like Twelve. maybe not because it's like how closely are you able to like stay Attention. awake and do the active watch. Mm-hmm. I do think mm. it's active.
1: Okay. It's active. Okay. Well, I have at least one two players agreeing ya. with me, so. It's not like I mean, agreed it could too. Be bad he just didn't say. It. Yeah, I I nodded my head. I think that's fair. I
2: think it's the <laughs> active. Of- Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, so uh, Bizdira nods off a few times, doesn't notice anything out of the ordinary, Uh, but you know, you're not all dead when she goes to wake up Kit for her watch, so that's good. Kit?
3: I don't know if I should use my inspiration for this, but it was a really
0: bad one. I don't role. know, but tell me before you say the number, or decide before you say the number. <laughs> don't
1: waste your inspiration. I did also, this I don't is... know if
0: I did this on air or not, but Kit has inspiration because she did a couple of things. She remembered something out of her notes, and then also she decided to take that attack of opportunity as the elk against the skeletal juggernaut, and both of those and were nice And also moments. my
3: pass without trace.
0: Oh, that's the other thing it was, the sudden pass without trace. That's uh, right.
3: I should have three... My dice are calling for it.
0: (laughs) All right. Um, So you want to use it?
3: No, I'm going to save it and hope that this is fine. Uh, It was a five.
0: Okay. okay. Kit also is just very sleepy. Uh, She doesn't quite fully, like mentally come out of cat. Uh, (laughs) And so so she just uh, naps a a few times uh, during, during the course of the watch. Bria, she, you all are again still alive when she uh, goes to wake up Bria for the final watch. Bria, what was your perception check?
2: Seventeen. Bria, uh,
0: just you know that that darkest moment of the night, just before the sunrise starts, you hear something, which is enough to alert you because it is again very very quiet. You, as you sort of look out into the into the forest around you, uh, you could swear that you caught sight of something in a black cloak, sort of hunched over, spindly, skinny legs and arms, not quite skeletal, but not much, much more, uh, flitting between trees. Uh, But just as it, it's not really, it's sort of, circling the camp, but not coming any closer to the camp. And it's it's approaching this set of trees that like the firelight uh, from your camp, like the banked fire, there's just a little bit of ember glow, uh, but it is lighting up between these two trees. And as this creature steps out, whatever it is from behind the tree and sort of into the firelight, it seems to sort of step into the shadow right before the light, and then you can't catch sight of it anymore.
2: I'm going to do a firebolt to where I saw it.
0: Okay. Uh, Make me an attack roll. Um,
2: Deciding whether or not to use my inspiration. (laughs) No, this tracks. I'm scared so uh, it's an eight to hit
0: yeah okay so you fire off a, a, a bolt uh, and it splashes up against one of the trees uh, but you don't you don't see you hit the tree you don't hit whatever you were aiming at but also the firebolt lights up the area around the tree a little bit and you don't see
1: anything there
2: uh, who took first walk flick, flick did. Uh I'm waking flick up
1: okay okay and you I'm told telling me what you saw him what I saw um, okay so I will I'll join you outside and I guess go on the opposite Side of the tent and just it, it, keeping my eyes on the same place as much as I can but also kind of just assuming that it's moving because you kind of told me the way that it was moving from tree to tree and hiding mm-hmm. behind sh- in shadows and all that kind of stuff so I will now keep watch with you I guess. Okay. For, for the I watch, will say the watch. if you stay awake for, the, for her watch as well you will not gain the benefits of your long rest. Well depending on what happens now I may need to take a little bit more of a nap after this happens so we'll see what happens. Yeah I'm
2: kind of circling the camp at this point too
1: i'll, I'll uh, yeah, stay this... at the tent if you want to go forward and like circle
2: okay i'm not okay. like doing anything uh, just like keeping an eye right everywhere. this
0: this little light guard is not going to interrupt your rest as long as it doesn't last too long so you do a circle of the camp and find no evidence of this uh, make me a wisdom survival check let's say 11 can i make one as well sure uh well no because you're staying by the tent oh, right? right sorry yeah, yeah that's okay 11 what'd you get bria 11 you see no sign of this creature Whatever it was.
2: Okay. Um, I'll see that Flick is tired, and I'll tell him he can go back to bed.
1: Ugh, and then I'm just okay. going to
2: keep an eye. I'm just going to keep doing the same thing.
1: Yeah. Very close eye. Keeping well, a- I, can I do a circle just to see if I see a trace? Sure.
2: This is reminding me a whole lot of when we had that chick following us through the woods. I
1: know. Uh, that's a 20 adjusted for my survival check. You also see no sign of anything. That also doesn't surprise me, just because... It seems like it's hiding in shadow. All right, so Flicky, you go back to bed. I do not very easily. <laughs> <laughs> so back to bed you
0: head, Bria. You are tense for the rest of your two-hour watch, uh, but you see no other sign of the creature. And eventually, after what seems like an eternity, the sun begins to rise. Uh, the forest, the woods begin to to lighten, uh, and eventually, at long last, uh, day breaks. And, and we have gotten to a new day. You all managed to, <laughs> to get your long rests in. Uh, so I need two things. The first thing that I need is for Flick to have a look at the description of his most powerful magic item and start doing one of the things that he's allowed to do every single day as long as he is attuned to the Shimmer Scale. Should I read it aloud for everyone? Please and thank you. I will take some of the blame because I too forgot that this was a thing you could do. Also though, not my item to track.
2: Well, his getting this out Uh, I uh, in the morning when everyone is kind of waking up and getting ready and whatever um, I Mm want to do like a sketch of what I saw so I can like add it to my story of like what I'm telling them I saw so they can kind of know for the future because I don't think this is the last time this is going to happen
0: Sure, and, and what you saw... Yes, we'll get to you in a moment, Like What you saw was, was pretty... Was not a ton, right? It was the black cloak, the long, skinny arms, uh, a little bit of a skinny leg, but that's sort of it. But yeah, you can absolutely sketch that. Okay. Sketch at least as much as you saw.
1: All right, Flick, what'd you find? Okay, so what... I assume this is what you're talking about. The tug the tapestry feature? Uh-huh. So, at the beginning of each day, glimpses of the future begin to press in on your awareness. When you finish a long rest, roll 1, d20, and record the number rolled. You can replace any attack roll, saving throw, or ability check made by you or a creature that you can see with this foretelling roll. You must choose to do so before the roll, and you can replace a roll in this way only once per turn. Wow. I think that once per turn
0: thing is... uh... Does not apply at the moment because you're only rolling 1d20 per day, so you only have one roll to replace. But yes, you, being connected to the Shimmer Scale, which is the key of prophecy uh, and divination, are beginning to see tiny glimpses of the future in your nightly slumber uh, that can help you once each day. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to roll one now. Yeah, roll it now. It's a 10, y'all. It's (laughs) right down the middle. Right down the middle. (laughs) Okay. Well, roll. Roll that. Right Write down that ten because you can replace any one roll this day uh, of yours or a creature you can see. Right. So if you want to replace uh, a bad guy's saving throw or something with that ten, you can also ah, do that. Lovely. Okay. Great. Okay. Now I need everybody to roll Constitution saving throws. Bria. I'm going to use my
2: inspiration. Okay.
0: In the well, no, you do that. What'd you get? I crit. Okay. So you're totally fine. Kit. Ten? Ten is enough. Flick. Tis a 13. A 13, you are fine, Bizdira. Five. Roll a d4. And I got another
4: four.
0: Oh, that is now eight. Maximum hit points reduced. You, this place- Can I
1: I, um, replace my roll with hers? Is uh, that you something? have to do
0: it before the die is rolled, which is something that you literally just read out loud.
1: I literally did,
0: but... <laughs> oh, god! I'm not going to lie, I was actually a little surprised you didn't do it with yours this time, considering how you all roll constitution saving throws.
1: Well, uh, I got a good one this
0: time. Yeah, you did. You're fine. Okay,
1: Bizdeer looks rough. Can I...
2: I feel like I need to... Kit needs to do this, so like maybe I'll have a conversation with her or something. Like Sure. Any type of, like, nature rule or something to figure out, like, if there's anything else we can do to protect ourselves from this.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Like, my instinct is that this is something that Kit would have a better idea of. Yeah. Sure. So maybe I ask her enough annoying questions.
1: (laughs) Well, and I think I would know enough. You know, this is something different that, uh, you know, I know that my healing magic wouldn't, Uh like, you know, take care of. Like, is that safe to assume? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kit, what were you going to say?
3: Um, I guess, kind of on a similar line, I was going to ask whether we think this is all just like purely we're being diseased, or is there a magical effect behind this disease?
0: Uh, why don't let's start with that question because that's a pretty clear cut question. Why don't you make me an intelligence arcana check for that one?
3: Finally! That's a 21.
0: Definitely magical. Cool. You are pretty certain that this effect, this life-draining effect, is probably linked to the same necromantic energy that's causing all of the undead to rise.
3: Great. I'm going to tell my friends this. And I'm going to let them know that when we, I'm going to try to prepare a spell that I think might help us out with this. And like, okay. I don't know if you still have this spell. What's it called? I'm just going to try tomorrow morning. Um, I'm going to try to cast a spell magic on anyone who's been affected.
1: Oh well, that's worth a uh, shot. And if you
0: and if you want to, like, it's still fairly early in the day, sort of first thing in the day. So if you want to prepare it today, that's totally fine with me.
4: Okay, yes.
0: I think it's worth a shot.
4: I have a question.
0: I have an answer.
4: Is this something Maybe. that uh, lesser restoration would take care of or is that a specific...
1: That's a specific condition. Okay.
0: You actually had a good thought that I hadn't thought about, uh, but greater restoration is the one that restores reduced max hit points. Gotcha. And I think that's too high a level spell for you guys yet. I think it's a fifth level.
4: I just knew that like one of the restor- like a restoration spell. Generally took care of some issues, but I didn't know yeah. if it was going to. If if this relevant.
0: had been a disease, right? Uh, like Flick, I like Kit was trying to figure out to begin with. If this had been
1: a disease, it would have. Oh no, that's not true. Blinded, deaf, no, and paralyzed, it's or poisoned. Paralyzed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like poisoned disease, yeah. all that doesn't. And I I, I can't can well, that.
0: Poison does with lesser, but oh, not sorry. disease. Yeah, yeah. And my stillness of mind isn't going to do jack. Uh, okay, so. So, Kit, if you want so you do you do you want to prepare it today and give it a go?
3: Yeah. Um, and I'm going to try it on uh, a since she's looking the worst of all of us.
0: Why don't you make go ahead and make me a spellcasting ability check. So, uh, d20 plus your wisdom modifier. Twenty-two. Okay. Here's what I'll say that does because, and and here's what I'll say that you sort of realize about this this effect kit as you cast this spell by dispelling magic around Bizdira and sort of trying to, as best you can, target this sort of ambient necro drain. Uh, what you are able to do is sort of, at least for the moment, sever. The connection of this necromantic energy from Bizdira. so it doesn't restore anything that it's already drained from her. But what it will do, Bizdira, is it'll give you advantage on tomorrow's check because the connection between you and this magic is weakened for the moment and will need more time to like build up again. Okay. So tomorrow you'll have advantage on your check, but, I'm but still unfortunately dumb. it doesn't give you it, yeah it, it doesn't give you any of it back because what's drained has already been taken away. Gotcha.
4: Okay. Useful to know. Worth a try. Kid, have you
3: used that inspiration? Hmm? No. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Well. This has never happened before. So many in (laughs) like... <laughs> sessions.
0: I will. I will say. I do anticipate there being a lot more opportunities for inspiration in this season and next season because they're a lot more open ended. And I have Robert and I have written obstacles that we did not write solutions for. Right. So if you guys are mm. clever and come up with things that like I hadn't thought of, I'm going to reward that. Also, I should just remember to be a little bit more open handed with my inspiration. So so use That's it is good what news. I'm saying.
3: Okay.
0: Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, all right. So Miss Doesn't feel quite as, like, draggy. Well, no, that's not true. You do feel just as draggy. I don't know if you feel a difference. I think this is just sort of a magical esoteric effect. So, Um, all right. Anything else we should know about the morning before you all press on? I don't
2: think so. Okay. I'm just keeping Um, an extra eye out as we're walking um, for this creature thing. And I'm like, maybe as we're walking, I'm doing, like, wanted posters for it or
0: something. (laughs) Wanted posters, but of basically a cloak and a creepy arm yes. coming out of it.
2: Wanted, like, this thing, please stay away from arm. us.
1: <laughs> it is wanted that you stay away. Re- reward my love and affection for you.
2: <laughs> my, my sister, Kit, will be a cat for you for five minutes. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, off we go then.
1: Okay, gotta keep pressing.
0: Yeah, so how far this day away do we is... think we
2: are? How many days? Uh,
0: a full like a day and a half, maybe. Okay. You should get there, assuming nothing slows you down, you should get there midday tomorrow. Okay. So the rest of this day you travel, uh, and it's much the same as the day before. The The forest sort of ends about two-thirds of the way through your travel today, uh, and it, you, you're not actually sure. It does look like the forest was sort of, you know, this was maybe close to the border of the forest, but also... Th- You see signs as you go forward that like the trees keep getting worse, the plant life keeps getting worse, and you're at a you get to a point partway through today where it just looks like nothing larger than like small shrubs can grow with this whatever this necro drain horribleness is and all of you can now feel and smell it even if you haven't been affected by the HP drain uh, or whatever like you can feel that there is a darkness Uh, also just sort of color and light in general seem muted uh, by this point in in your travels. Uh, everything is a little duller. Everything is a little darker. You do pass by uh, another sort of settlement, uh, but this one is very clearly uh, completely abandoned. Uh, there's not a ton left uh in in this settlement in terms of buildings it looks like you were maybe closer to uh the epicenter of the earthquake maybe because there's much more structural destruction here That's you nice also structural see
2: destruction.
0: <laughs> structural Destruction. Yeah, they destructure the... Anyway, uh, there is also evidence of smaller sort of uh, mounds, like you saw in the other town. But perhaps somewhat upsettingly, these mounds seem to have been opened from within at some point. Uh, you can see that they're just sort of gaping chasms or holes in the ground uh, that look like whatever was in them... Dug its way out at some point in the past. Zombies. If I
1: had had my right mind about me when we passed that town, I would have suggested that we light a torch and burn the giant grave. The giant <laughs> but-
2: pile of bodies.
1: I didn't I didn't think about it at the time. Maybe
2: let's walk with torches.
1: <laughs> I mean Maybe.
3: do we want to some. call everyone's attention to us with four torches bobbling right. in the wind? The
4: other <laughs> question is is like, is fire really gonna kill zombies? Because I mean we found before that only stabbing it in the eye is what kills the zombies. Correct. <laughs> Correct. That's true. <laughs>
0: well that's those were true. very specific magical zombies in that were spell touched, but mm-hmm. yes.
4: Just saying. In the world of zombies, it's usually a head shot, not fired, because then you just have a zombie that's on fire and still trying to eat you. Well, the question is,
3: is well, this a white walker situation? And if we oh, burn that's... the bodies, then they won't be right. able to come back to life.
0: I mean, on a practical level, if you do enough damage to the body, there's not a lot left to come back. So, yeah. mm-hmm. anyway, let me have you all <laughs> make wisdom perception checks, please, as you approach the end of this travel day.
2: Slash episode.
0: Slash. <laughs> <laughs> mm, flick. An
1: 18. Bria. A
0: seven. Bizdira. 12. <laughs> and Kit. I am so
3: disturbed by seeing these graves where the bodies have dug themselves out. Like, it is just such a such an offense <laughs> to life and death and the way nature should work that I just, I, I can't pay attention to anything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's gonna you become just... a grave cleric. I can it. I will it. say this Oh, what if?
0: I will say this this place is pretty anathema to you as a druid. Like clearly whatever is happening here is not nature friendly.
3: Yes, I hate it. Yes,
0: absolutely. Um, all right. Well, uh I was so busy watching uh Kit be upset about her dice roll. Did any of you roll above a <laughs> fifteen? I did, <laughs> okay, did anybody else no. no, okay, so flick, you hear <laughs> still a ways away, but you notice it because again, it's not silence right or or just the the light sound of wind through the grass um you hear movement, you hear sounds of life or whatever coming still a ways away, but in the direction that you are traveling. Uh, and when you you hear them, they don't seem to be coming closer, they don't seem to, you know, nothing like that, but you just, because it has been so quiet, you, you clock it. Uh, and when you all get to a place that you're going to camp for the night you can tell that it's it's a little ways ahead of you. It hasn't stopped at that point. And so as you all uh, set up camp uh, for your second night out here in the wilderness, you know that ha- max half a day's travel and you'll probably be at whatever remains of the Arcanium. Uh, and that is where we're going to leave it for this week. Phew! I'm going to have to hit you all hard next week, because that's two episodes in a row that don't end on a cliffhanger, and I don't know how I feel about it.
2: (laughs) It's a semi-cliffhanger. We know something's coming for us, and we're coming for something else.
0: I guess so. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out what the party finds at the Ruined Arcanium. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at at DNDLastRefuge. That's at D, the letter N. D Last Refuge. If you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what cons we'll be attending, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hup from A Story Consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy and with me I have
4: Bizdira Kit Brienne and Flick.
0: Happy Gaming Y'all Apparently, the island is overrun with undead, and not just any undead, particularly intelligent undead that have organized themselves into some sort of army and ride horrible undead abominations.
2: Abomination, abomination. Do, I
1: don't know do, what do, do, that is. Do, do, what are you doing? Stop, stop. <laughs> I'm the bard. That's, this is the only thing I have nowadays.